Hello guys, so today's podcast is gonna be about being compliant or not with the system. I've been just watching this um, YouTube video, it's called Inside Chicano Culture, is Delay. There was this guy just talking about how he was before involved in criminal activities and then he was able to get out of that and make a living for himself in the filming industry and I just found that so inspiring and um, just got me talking you know just reflecting and I wanted to do an episode about that so you know uh, I just went on a, on a run like maybe 10 minutes thinking about this uh, talking kind of out loud that's what how sometimes I, I get ideas out of my mind so so what I want to talk about, like, you know, there are these type of groups like punks, for example, or or this, these groups that try to be go out of the norm, um, you know, anti-system and stuff like that. But I think they're actually just creating another system, right? Like, say punks, as I said. Uh, they don't want to dress like the norm. They just wanna. They don't want to dress with regular jeans and a black t-shirt, and that's it. So, they wear some chains and put some patches on their pants and chains, and then the, the t-shirt is like freaking green. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but you you know what I mean. You you know how punk dress, and and that's the thing, right? You know how they dress. Like they are actually conforming to their norm like they got and they just create another system but if you create a system if you create it's just you are gonna follow some rules some and rules are basically laws right like and then you were against something that you created just a clone of it but trying to be different and and i think that's why many people uh don't like uh, you know this type of tribes like punks or hipsters is like oh you you are so cool right you are trying to go different hipsters but then everybody is with the beer and the, the beanie and, and the sunglasses so it's like you are not different you are just like <laughs> a subset of the system just another clone a small system so um it's just like that right um I'm not really inspired now. I've been talking so much about this that I feel I'm just repeating the same thing that it wasn't recorded. But anyways, I will try to keep going. So another reflection that I got is um, what really makes you, um, gives you purpose and what, what actually what you actually should um, pursue. So when you are... Um, younger you just want to you know experience the war explore it and everything is is an adventure but as you grow older you start to see that probably at one point you are gonna start a family right and this is my key right if you don't want to start a family that's fine but um now i'm talking to those that kind of not feel what i'm talking about right so at one point, maybe when you are 30, 35, 40, you will want to have a family. I think like 
up until a few years ago, I, I hadn't thought about this. So this is really uh, the key, right? It's difficult to talk about it with people that are young because they don't really care about it. It's like, I'll care about it later. I'll, I'll care about it when I'm 35 or whatever. But I think one of my keys to success, if you can say I have some kind of success, but one of the things that made me have, that made me, you know, um, achieve certain things, certain goals that I set to myself is that I could, I could have this ability to think a little bit far in the future, just kind of de- deciding my, how, it's like the typical question, right? How, how do you see yourself in, in five years? This question is very stereotypical and, and sounds kind of boring by now. Especially, you know, if we talk in an interview context, like, okay, so what do you want me to say? Like, of course, I'm going to be in your fucking company, you know, crushing it and being your your slave. That's what you want to hear, right? So there you have it. In five years, I'm going to be your slave. (laughs) Hire me, right? But I think, you know, of course, the the problem is the answer, right? So if, 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 if a person that is trying to to recruit you or hire you, ask you this question, then the answer is not going to be genuine. It's difficult to be genuine. That's not the context in which you want to, in which you want to ask that question. You want to ask that question to yourself and not thinking about how you will answer that in an interview process. Fuck that shit. This question is just for you, for yourself. You can ask to you kind of in a meditation way. Sometimes meditation is conceived as this, um, this moment in which you don't think about anything but you know i think there there are more and more um meditations out there the processes that uh, they say you you gotta talk to yourself like for example you know marcos aurelius this he would um his book is called actually meditations and he was writing and this was his way of meditating. So he was doing something. It's more about, I would say, meditation. It's not about complete silence on your mind, but to to put out all that noise, all those words and negative thoughts that don't really add up on your life. That, like, if if I can look back and remember the times that I was the happiest, it it, it was when I didn't have any noise on my head. So, anyways, one way of meditating could be to think like, how do I want to see myself in five years? What what do I want to see? So, this question is valid for everybody in any stage of their lives. So, if you are fifteen and you think, how do I want to see myself when I'm twenty? You know, it might sound like a childish thing uh, by a thirty-year-old to hear their explanation but actually it, it probably makes so much sense because you only know what you feel what a 15 year old feels when you are 15 years old like there's no other moment right it's like if if it's difficult for you to empathize with that just think about an old an old person you see this 70 year old looking at the construction works and you're like what the fuck is he doing you know like why is he just looking people working but if you really try to step in their shoes, you will kind of understand. But it's difficult. Only when you are that age, you will understand. But the 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 older I get, the more I understand them, because they probably 
used to work in some kind of manual work. And actually, even myself that I'm a software engineer and I do everything in the computer, I can I can understand and I can feel how uh, fulfilling it feels to do something manual with your hands. Like we've been thousands of years doing things with our hands, right? Or building things and, and all that. So that old person cannot work and doesn't want to work, but feels probably some sort of nostalgic um, joy about seeing people working and oh how, how they are doing this and that. And maybe then he goes home and, and runs about it like, oh, this is fucking bullshit they are doing is so wrong, whatever. But deep down, what is bringing him is, you know, that look to the past, to, to, to those moments in which he was working and Probably, yeah, exactly. He pro that's why probably maybe he complains about the construction work. He's like, oh, fuck, back in my time, I did it better. Because, like, that's human life, right? Like, when we hear a, 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 an old person say, oh, back in my time, but, you know, it's going to happen to you. It even even happens to teenagers. Like, maybe you go to university and you're like, wow, in high school we used to do this. And they're like, you're always looking to the past, especially when you enjoy it, right? So, anyways... A 15-year-old, maybe by the time he's 20, he wants to be, I don't know, maybe some people go for the um, image, right? I, I want to be super strong. By 20 years, I'm going to be super strong. Or, or maybe another one is more like an, an athletic type. And he's like, oh, you know, when I'm 20, I want to I wanna be in the basketball team of high school or well, 20s in my universities, you know, or whatever. But it's good to have that goal. It's good. It's good to think what I want in five years because it gives you time and perspective as well. If you think what I want next year, maybe you can be like, ah, shit, you know, like I don't have time to accomplish all that in one year. And also in one year, I'm still going to be the same person. So it doesn't give you that that feeling of complete change or, or, or like a big or because or, in five years, it's kind of like you are thinking, okay, I need to live my life a certain way to to be like that in five years because it's half a decade from 15 to 20. It's a completely different person. So if with 15 years old, you are imagining yourself with 20, that really is the power of, of attraction. You really attract that. Just think about it. If you say, I'm 15 now, I'm a teenager. But by the time I'm 20, I want to be in uni. Or by the time I'm 20, I want to be strong as fuck. Or I want to be very good at basketball. Or I want to uh, have... Maybe travel is too early to think about that. But those kind of things, right? Or even some people are thinking of working. Uh, I, I want to have some work experience in my, in my, I don't know, whatever industry I like. Like shoes industry or... Or I want to, you know, have whatever. So, of course, some maybe some kids have bad ideas. Like, I just want to have all the video games in the world. So, you know, maybe you have to ground a little bit that game. But I think this question is valid for everybody. Then, once you are 20, maybe you say, how do I want to see myself with 25 years old? So maybe you want to think like, oh, when I'm 25, I want to be able to travel and discover the world that could be one or by the time I'm 25 I want to have 
been traveling around the world and stuff like that. So if you think that, maybe you feel you will feel more motivated to join university and then make an exchange program. You know, maybe maybe you you start university. I know you can start with eighteen. I find it super early to go to university, but let's say you start with twenty. So maybe you're like, okay, so I can do the first years in my local university or whatever. Um, maybe just in, in your in your countries, in your country, you do first years in your country, and then for the last year or the a couple of years, I, I want to do an exchange program, go to this other country or this other continent that I love because I used to watch movies that that showed up in that place or or, or this video game was based in in there and I like it or. I like the language or somebody came from there and whatever experience is going to inspire you to think, okay, I want to go there and do that, right? So that gives you purpose now. So when this asshole teacher from the system, going back to my point before, like buying into the system or, or staying out of the system, this fucking teacher that is in the system is just trying to, you know, get out of the day getting to or whatever this this teacher is yelling at you or being a fucking asshole like yeah you got now this exam sorry guys for the short notice but this exam is very important it's 40 percent of the of the grades and percentage and then you know if you fail you you will throw you out he's such a fucking asshole but then and then you may ask like why do i have to put up with this right if I don't want to be a lawyer, I don't want to be in the system. But then you think, no, I'm not doing this for the sake of doing it. I'm not doing this because I'm just uh, trapped in a system that tells me what to do. No, I'm doing it because I told myself what I want to do. I want to travel the world. I want to see the world and explore it. And for that, I need this university degree so that I can go there. Another thought or another counter argument that somebody could tell me is like, okay, you are buying now in the system's um, obligation of uh, having a degree to be a, a successful or, or uh, um, you know, a functioning person in this society, right? When you, you, you shouldn't need this uh, degree. Well, true, but going to university is not losing your time. You will definitely become smarter than if you didn't. Let me expand on that. Let me unpack this. So there are going to be bullshit subjects and courses, you know, like maybe, you know, maybe you feel like statistics are not for you. I remember that was my case. I was like, this bullshit, I don't need this to, to code. Like I was studying computer science and software engineering. And I was like, I don't want to learn statistics. I know they are used for machine learning and this thing, but I'm not going through that branch. So this is just bullshit for me. It was more about... Also, the teacher being very incompetent, but, and as I said, I was just talking about it, you see, um, why do I have to put up with this if it's nothing for me? I'm just doing it for the sake of having a degree and, and stuff like that. You could get those negative um, ideas, but I was all the time thinking, you know, I'm going to do this just for going later, and I went to the U.S., and I, lo and I, and I lived such an amazing experience but going back to what i was saying um that that course was bullshit but then there were others that were amazing and got me the job i i got now like literally got me that job they were they asked me they asked me something and 
I I knew the answer because I had studied in the university. Because since you study so much, you will cover that. You know, some people now the trend is to learn everything online, and the problem with that, in my opinion, and I learn things online. I'm not, of course, opposing to it. I'm just saying the the obstacle in this is that you got so much information, and uh, everybody telling you you gotta do this this way and that way. So we're gonna do this, but you can't stop. You can't. You do. You you can't stop the video, right? you can't ask anything to that fucking teacher he's just putting it out there and he's doing it not for the sake of teaching you anything it's for the sake of the youtube uh, views and making money out of it that way you know and it doesn't matter mm -hmm. if you get the concept it doesn't matter if you uh pass the test you are studying for as opposed to a teacher in university that if everybody gets bad grades um he's gonna be into trouble so those videos their they, they only concern is getting your attention and you know uh making you click the video of course for that maybe you need to have a good reputation and and build a community around your videos that are valuable valuable and all this but uh there is no measure nobody's monitoring the success of these viewers only the only measurement is that other people view the video as well uh, you know so am i in a fitness video right like a guy that is always giving so many amazing tips about so you know like you could do this you could um eat uh, 2000 calories a day and 200 grams of protein and then so many viewers look at it but they are just influenced they are just thinking like oh that's so cool yeah i, I gotta do that and maybe they do it but then they stop and then they find themselves like God damn it, this fucking guy has a six-pack abs, you know? But I don't, and I watch all his fucking videos. So, like, just because you watch the video doesn't mean you are actually digesting and, and interiorizing all those concepts that, that those people say. And this goes the same with tutorials and how-tos and all this shit. Just because you watch the video doesn't mean you are going to apply it later, or maybe you watch the first half of the video and you know the view already comes but you stop so you know and yeah or some people just watch it too because they like how they explain these things but you are not being tested and human beings we of course we will try to get the easy way so if i don't if i'm not getting tested i'm not gonna study i'm not gonna stay five hours studying because nobody's gonna ask me about it and yes it's true that test in university you do them and then forget them but if even studying hours and make, taking a difficult test or exam makes you forget about it after some weeks, just imagine watching a tutorial, how fast flies away from your mind. That's why these systems like boot camps and all these are becoming popular in software engineering because they teach you so much in so little time that you cannot retain that and right when you finish it, you go to look for the job and you get the job and then now you are inside uh, the company and then you can learn what the company tells you and you start. So that's why they are successful and fair enough for that, you know. I It's good. I, I'm all about that because it's fair enough. But 
in three months, you don't have the same quality as if you studied for four years software engineering, difficult theoretical um, concepts and, um, you know, the software architecture quality, the how this language system is different as opposed to this other one. And again, of course, it could be taught better or worse. I would say if I was a teacher, I would tell my students like, okay, now we're going to uh, learn about architecture and all this. Make sure you fucking save these files somewhere that you can access them. Because like now we could combine the old school with the new school. Uh, methodology right and this is why university could be cool because university it is a system in itself it's a learning system it's a system in which the only value is to learn and i would say that's amazing and to somebody for somebody to say it's useless is very sad and it does just because in the u.s it's so expensive and the u.s leads all the trends in at least in the western world so but here in, in Spain, we, we pay a thousand euros for each year of university, so it's cheap. So that, that argument, doesn't, it just falls apart for us. So you've got to give me something else why you think it's not useful university, because if it's literally free, you know, because I can make so much money out of it and and I just have to pay 4,000. I didn't even have to pay that because we didn't have enough income. You know, we were in, in, the, in the group of low income, so it was free for me. So it's free university. So just tell me something else that makes it not a good idea to to pursue. So anyways, uh, I kind of went on a run with that. Um, but I, I will try to go back to my train of thought, which was, um, yes, so you may want to um, travel the world by the time you are 25. And for that, you see that university could be good. Um, now I just explain why I think university could be still a good idea as opposed to um, watching YouTube videos. Because again, it's, it's again the same thing always, like to to follow the rules or, or, or just go uh, all over the place, right? So if, I, if you tell me, um, I know a lot about this, but I don't have any certificate. Um, how can I know exactly what you know, what you don't, you know? And um, of course you can prove it to me, but it won't be easy to prove it. It will take time. And um, maybe some people don't have that time for you. So the easy way is like, you know what, I got this degree. So that way you are already opening some some ears. It's like, oh, okay, so you, you know your shit. Tell me about it. The other option, you know, for example, in my field is to have a lot of projects and, and showcase them and all this. And basically, you just fool yourself because you just went to university by, by, by yourself. So, again, if you have to pay $50,000, okay, I buy it. I, I agree with you. Go on your own. You don't need university. But if university is free, you know, then we're talking. And... Uh, of course, I I, I defend, uh, I want university to be free. So um, that's, that's, that's my position on that. So again, going back, if you decide to, to do that, maybe you decide to go to university. You see the value on that. 
maybe you be you can be like okay no i'm gonna do it on my own right i'm gonna just be certain age and go out in the world okay fair enough so first you need to work because you won't have any scholarship or any help you have to work and at the same time as i said i think it's important to for you to study something to so that to use your brain you know and and develop some knowledgeable knowledge skills like whatever it is so you already have um, a lot to do and fair enough but if you really think that this is gonna get you to your goal i think you will make it if you say okay i'm 20 by 25 i want to be traveling the world or already have been in in this many countries uh, i gotta start working to save money and i gotta uh, learn something so that like, I can find a job and, and work on this and, and go out and do all this shit, right? I think that's amazing if you are 20 years old and you think like this. And that could be super liberating. And maybe when you are 25, this could land you an interesting job that then you can build upon it. And that would be really cool. So, and that was again thinking about the five years rule because if you don't think about that, what are you going to do? You are 20, you don't want to go to university. I don't want to go to university. So then what can I do? I mean, I guess I should make some money. So I will just take this job. But you don't have any goal. And if you think about just one year goal, like, okay, by the, time, by the end of this year, I want to have, you know, $5,000 on my bank account. And then have fun as well because I'm young. Then you are 21 and you are like, oh, shit, you know, yeah, maybe I got 3000 because I spent this partying and doing this and that and i don't know i got three thousand now i'm 21 so what and then 22 23 and then suddenly you are 25 and you look back and okay i've worked and i got some money and experience working i guess i should just keep working and having some experience so then you really are buying in the system you now are dependent on it you need the jobs that provide for you instead of you providing for others, you know, and so it all comes down to that. I think if you if you have this kind of structure of five years, in which in those chunks you you go to the next level. For example, I, I'll put it in my case. I first didn't want to go to university, but eventually I did, and I was already when I started. I was already twenty two, so I, I was very clear about it. I was like, I wanna get a software engineering degree and work in a company as a software engineer, hopefully in an international company and maybe even outside my country, right? So another thing that I thought is like, okay, I'm going to try to get a scholarship and study abroad at some point in uni. So in my first year, I was already asking how to go to the US. The girl in the office told me, dude, you are coming here way too early. Just wait for it, right? So um, that's what I did. I waited, I waited and then I went there at the end of the year. And, I, and that's, how, that's how I did it, because I saw myself where I wanted to be in five years. And I just attracted all that. So uh, the law of attraction is not something about thinking, um, I want to see myself, where I want to see myself next year, because it's too, too short. But what about five years, for example? That gives you room for failure and picking yourself up and try again and all that, right? So, yeah, exactly, because in five years, you might fail a whole year, 
you may take the wrong decisions for a whole year. You still got four more. So anyways, um, so I, I went ahead and studied abroad and then I worked abroad. Then I came back to, to Spain and I still wanted to, to work in an English speaking country. So I did that. So, and all that was because I had these goals, right? Okay, now, when you are at the ferry, if you think, where do I want to see myself with 35? To me, the first answer is healthy. I want to have a body that allows me to, to keep living life in a, an exciting way, you know? Because I found myself one time having back on my lower, sorry, having pain on my lower back. And I was like, dude, I can't do anything. So it was so frustrating. And I started stretching and improving that. And so that's one thing. Uh, health, um, you know, because you, you can tell, you, you are like, okay, I can start my 30s, meaning 31, 32, 33. I can start not giving a fuck about my nutrition and my health. And then down the road, it's going to be super difficult to to re recover the, your health, you know, when you are hitting 40. And also, if you think you will have to do it later, why, why postpone it that much, right? Just do it now. If you feel that with 35, you will have to get healthy, just do it now. It's going to be easier and, and kind of uh, very smooth and almost you don't have to put so much effort in it. So, and you set the, the habits for later. So that's one thing. Another thing that comes to my mind every time is that I need to build some kind of wealth. So in my 20s, I was really focused on building... Maybe, I don't know if it's, you could say wisdom or, or knowledge and skills, experience in my profession, right? Um, and more things, like in life, I wanted to know about cultures of different countries and, and not even countries, like just cultures. And I was so excited always to learn about this. And I, I mean, still am. I, I was just watching this video because I, I found it uh, interesting about, you know... Uh, two different cultures overlapping there, whatever. So, but now I feel that it's important to to build up some wealth. Like, it's difficult to start in your 20s, but that, that would have been amazing, you know? If I had already started saving and investing when I was 20, maybe I could be not rich, but I could be in a very good position by the time I'm 40. And this is something that also a parent could could teach their their kids right um and that would be such a such a gift <laughs> and not just giving 50 euros on, on the birthday but for that you need to know it you need to get out there and 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 see different worlds and oh shit people actually invest and just be humble enough to to admit that you didn't and you could do it later or or even pass it to the next generations and that's my next point right the other thing that I think is about having a family. Like right now, I'm I'm, I'm 29 yet. Um, I'm I will be 30 in a couple of months. But uh, so I don't know if it's that um, 
in five years or some a few more um i see myself making a family but for sure the question arises the question comes up like and people start asking you as well so like you you really when you are getting in your theories for sure one thing that is very present is like do i wanna have kids do i wanna be a parent because everybody eventually is a parent right like i don't know what's the percentage but maybe i think i want to research about this i want to google how many people are parents in i guess in different countries it's gonna vary a lot but i want to know like out of 10 people how many of them become parents in in different countries for me i will say it might be seven seventy percent six percent I think it's not much. It's almost like one out of two. So I think it might be it might be 70. I think seven people out of 10 have kids or form a family. So if that's the case, there is a huge probability you will be a parent. And this is my my what I wanted to talk about about buying into the system. Many people say you know i was all over the place i was doing very bad things until i i got to be a parent when i was a parent my whole world changed and i started to become a better person so note that they say a better person and i'm I'm not making this up i know you can relate with this uh, speech that you've heard somebody talking about this and i don't care where you are in the world and what's your age i know you've heard this shit i was I was like this, and then I became a parent, and I became a better person. They changed my world, I'm happy now. It's crazy how many times you can hear this. So I think it's worth a reflection about it, right? I think there is something in there that makes you, I don't know, happy. So I think, and I'm not a parent, so as I said before, I cannot relate with a teenager now. I cannot relate with an older person now. I can't relate... I could guess more about what a teenager is thinking because I've already been one, but still the world changes and their input is so different that the output is completely different. It would be very naive for me to to think that I know what a teenager is thinking. But um, no, I'm not in that stage. I don't really care that much right now, to be honest. I'm caring more about what I'm talking. Family. So if... People get happy in those situations. I think, of course, it's just because the kid brings you happiness. A kid is, you know, they they haven't seen the bad side of this world. So they only, when, when they are born in their first years, they've only, they are only experiencing the best things, like eating, <laughs> pooping, sleeping, and laughing and playing, you know, that's actually what we all want. That's why we all try to go back to our childhood. Like, you know what, I bought this this car in this color because when I used to play with my dad uh, and he was teaching me to play basketball, there was always a car that looked like this. Or, or you know, I like, I, I like to go to this village because we used to come, like, th- that kind of thing. It's like what I was saying about the old person watching the construction works. It brings them nostalgic. Um, This is the same thing. 
we all like our childhood. Not all, just the ones that had fortunate enough to 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 grow up in an unstable household. And that's that's the point I wanna make. That I think that's the key to human life, stability. If you can wake up, have a nice um, comfy breakfast, and then go on with your day with purpose, like say it is to work, to school, or something like that, or to provide and help others. If you do that, um, and then come back and have in your free time, maybe practice some activities, some sports, you're gonna feel happy and stability. Uh, so you for that, you need to have stable income to buy the food, to buy the roof that you are living in, um, not being worried about losing any of that, not the income, not the food, nor the roof. And then for the activities, you probably have need a membership and you need money for that as well. And you need to live always in the same place so that the membership uh, is there and you could, you know, get a get a place to go and friends because you don't want to be every month making new friends that you that you can't you don't know if you can trust or not so you are not on flat fight or fly mode so you start to form this community and all that shit and you know where i'm going with this you are you start to feel that you need to buy into the system somehow to have this kind of stability to provide for your kid so that he's got a an stable um, um growing um what's the word in english i'm missing it right now like they they grow up stay in a stable life in a stable household they are provided with everything food clothes and and friends and and healthy relationships they don't all this right so then of course you want that for your kids and then you that's when you start to get maybe some people didn't have it and that's when they start to have a routine maybe maybe they, they were eating out all the time some bullshit fast food and then now with the kids uh, they know that okay i need to take care of my kid i can't give him mcdonald's every day so i'm gonna start eating healthy to for like cook for them and and then of course i'm gonna eat the same thing i'm not gonna be ordering a burger for me and and what's the meat salad because it's not gonna work so the time you start helping others you you help yourself and it's like a virtuous uh, circle and i think that's the key right like and at the end of the day if you know that when you are a father or a mother you will have to have that kind of stability that goes to say right now and if if we are having this reflection and if you are agreeing with me then you you probably agree that having a stable life is a good idea so you don't have to wait for the kid to have that stable life if you know that that's going to make you happy you may as well do it now right and that's the the change i noticed when i started to because i'm working from home now so i could have a different day every day but i started to feel myself a bit anxious and nervous um, all the time having to think, what do I do now? What, how, how do I do it today? And, you know, and once I started to be like, you know what? I'm I'm waking up every day at seven a.m. Doesn't matter what I'm doing in the day or whatever. I'm gonna wake up at the same time. I'm gonna have kind of similar breakfast, or actually, I have the same breakfast 
uh, set up, but then if I feel like eating something else, I change it that day. But for the most part, if I'm lazy and I just want to have something quick and start my day, I will have the same breakfast every day. And then I will do some sports to keep me moving and, and waking up. Um, sometimes I, I write before that. I wake up and I have a coffee and I start journaling. I write down my thoughts. Today, this is what I'm doing, like a podcast. That's why I like this this podcast and this format. Audio format, I like to talk and reflect on things like this. So um, that's what... So that would be the morning routine, doing work and doing some like working out. And then um, after the exercise, start working. Uh, this is super stable all the time, very predefined. And maybe some people will find it like dreadful and very difficult and, and like crazy to wake up that early when you could choose to wake up two hours later. But this is what has made me the happier. Like I feel proud of myself I feel good just physically good I feel better and again mentally I feel proud that I could do this and I feel I'm having some purpose because I'm um, achieving very small goals every day so I feel good about myself that I'm able to do all this which gives me more like it encourages me to keep going on my days like okay it's it's 10 a.m. I, I already workout and I ate some healthy shit and the day just started like I'm ahead of the game let's go baby so that's when I can work and perform and then I feel good about myself because I'm making a living with my own yeah with just myself it's just me nobody's do, grabbing my hands and, and, and typing on the keyboard it's me that is pushing myself and I'm doing it just just because just because I want but you have to have that that purpose, that goal in mind. And mine is this, to have a stable life in which I move forward and improve myself. So I'm improving. If I'm just working, I will feel bad deep down. I'll be like, oh shit, I'm not taking care of my body. And if I'm only taking care of my body, I'll be like, oh shit, I'm not taking care of my finance, my, my profession, my career. How am I going to be a good father, right? How am I going to be a good provider? So... I don't know if I'm going to be a father or not. You, There are other factors to be a father, right? But if the time comes, I'll be ready, right? And if I don't become a father, as I said, this stability is bringing me a, a very uh, good life. Like, I feel very good about myself. So, um, so I think that's when stability... And this stability, since we live with other human beings, we need to have some kind of a structure because if there was no structure, I couldn't go to the gym and I could, if, you know, the like I didn't build that gym. Somebody built, built, built it for me and now is maintaining it. And the price is like that because more people go to that place. So I need to follow those rules and then to get there, I had to go by car, but if everybody has a car and there are no rules, we could be dying. So in order for me to feel safe in my car, I appreciate that there are rules and there is a police that is making sure we follow those rules and giving fines if you don't. And same with the with the gym, you can steal the dumb, the dumbbells or, or the equipment 
So that's why there is some other rules there and, and a door and all this, right? Same with my house. I appreciate that nobody can steal my house. It can be a fucking Viking coming here and taking, claiming this place. So that's why I appreciate those rules. And to have those rules that go up and up more, because if somebody robbed me, then there will be a, a trial if, if I think he's the one that robbed me. So you start building this system just to help uh, solve human problems because humans are like that. They steal, they rob, they take things and they claim them theirs and they fight. We fight. I mean, I, I include myself. I'm just saying um, human beings are like that. We are like that. So there has to be a system. If you tear down the system, you would build up again and it would look so much the same. Mm. And that's another interesting point, tearing something down and building up again from scratch. Maybe with the knowledge we got now, it would be built better. And that ha that's happened before with civilizations that failed and collapsed and then new ones were built with better values and, and better systems, which means we are better than the previous civilization and the next one is going to be better and that's because they they were civilizations they weren't excluded groups out there in the grid you know in the mountains those humans probably have a very difficult time uh, cohabitating with other humans so uh, that's why i don't think it's the answer it could be a very relaxing thing to do to live in the woods for a while but it won't bring you that happiness so I would say you could get in the system and win its own game. And in order to do that, you could see yourself, you could try to forecast yourself in five years and project it and then make it a reality. Anybody at any age can decide to be something different in five years. I want to be a painter. You, you Let's go. You got five years to do it. You know you can do it. Don't lie to me. You know you can do it. Or maybe not a painter exactly. I'm going to be an artist. Okay, so there are so many different ways of making art. I'm sure you can find one that you enjoy and, and go for it. And maybe you, you don't. And maybe so you actually didn't want to be an artist. But if you deep down desire to be something and tell yourself you want to be that in five years or do that in five years, you will be able to do that. And that's, that's, on that note, that's how I want to finish the, this podcast. Ask yourself, what do I want to be in five years? And just go get it, because it's yours. It's just yours. Thank you very much. I hope that was helpful. It was certainly for me. So thank you very much. Have a nice day.